following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number three on a Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We are the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show for the station close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you're traveling for spring break or on business or you move, you can listen to The Huge Show weekday afternoons at 3 on the iHeart app. Just search The Huge Show anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Inside this hour, my conversation with former major leaguer John Vanderwall, one of the best pinch hitters of all time. In the big leagues, he calls West Michigan home. His brutal honesty about the Tigers short term this season and long term will be coming up in a few moments. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, will tell us about all the giveaways, promotions, and shows happening at Soaring Eagle. We also threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day earlier. Should the Lions draft a quarterback in the first round? You tell me. Dan Campbell said, hey, we're not going after Lamar. Goff's our guy. They have 6-18. and 18. Should they draft a quarterback? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, one close to you. And they're a local bank that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before, and thanks to our friends from Mercantile Bank and that new partnership here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Join in 1-866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE, add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. A reminder, tomorrow, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting from Ferg's, which is connected to Tropicana Stadium in Tampa on the eve of the Tigers' 2023 season opener. That will be tomorrow, 3 until 6, the HUGE Show live in Tampa. And we'll be talking Tigers Rays in that season opener coming up on Thursday. Let's go talk some baseball with former major leaguer John Vanderwall. He calls West Michigan home. He joins us in studio. How you doing, Johnny? Doing great, huge. Doing great. All right, so you and I talk off air a lot. We have the last couple of years in regards to the Tigers. You know, Scott Harris joined us the first week. Uh, He was in Detroit as president, and he had this optimism and, hey, man, we're going to go out and get veterans. We got minor leaguers who can step up, young guys. And then all of a sudden, after the first of the year, uh, through free agency, the lack of big-name signings, the reality hit Harris that the Tigers are who they are. This is a re-rebuild. They're not starting over, but where is this franchise going? Oh, boy. Nowhere. And nowhere quick. And it's, it's sad 
Um, I don't think free agents would come here, first of all, and I think a lot of it involves the people that are um, in the dugout. Um, I think they had that a couple of years ago. They had a big sign that, that they wanted, and he wouldn't come here. Why? Well, I think it was because of the man in the dugout. So they've got that problem. They've got uh, they gaslighted us last year. At least they didn't gaslight us this year. What do you mean gaslight? Out. Oversold what they oh, were going to do? Oh, totally oversold what they had. And they started at the, uh, um, it would be the well, last, it'd be the end of 2021. Um, they started gaslighting us then. Um, they said they got these young kids coming up. Um, they've rushed Torkelson. Uh, their pitching uh, it hasn't worked out the way that, that they wanted it to. Uh, now, uh, 2023, as a Tiger fan, it's here we go again. It's Groundhog Day again. Uh, we're back to square one. It is a rebuild. Um, there, he has to, I, he has done some things that I I have liked, but what, 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 what has Harris done that you that you like? He got rid of the lefty that threw 100 miles an hour who couldn't pitch in um, uh, high stre- stressful innings. So I, I thought that was a very very good move. I hope that lefty goes and does well in Philly. Uh, you needed to get rid of him. He's got some interesting guys that come in from Philly. Uh, the Nevin kid coming in. Uh, he he's made some moves that I've kind of good. Hmm, it's not bad. And the ultimate thing is you got to give him a chance. We can't get in and bury him right now because uh, he's new to the game here. He's got what six months he's been in here. He probably walked in and went, "Oh my gosh, what do I got here?" Um, so he, he's looking at the roster. The roster isn't great. Uh, he's made some moves. I I like I like the moves and. Uh, Let's see what they do. Let's see where they're at in July. Yeah, it's interesting to hear Scott Harris in our first interview back in September. Uh, and then our second conversation that I'm not saying buyer's remorse, but maybe he looking at the data and again, data analytics, that part of the game that's out there. Maybe he thought there was more in Detroit than really was. Maybe he did, you know, and I, I think as a young, a young person coming up in, in those situations where you've got your, you're going to be the GM, you are going to be the man. Um, it's like, you'll tell almost take any job. So because you're a president of one of, you know, you're in an exclusive club, right? You're an exclusive club and Hey, it's Detroit. And I love, I mean, I, I bleed lions. I don't bleed tigers right now, but I used to. Uh, I love Detroit sports. Uh, it is one of the best uh, places in America uh, for sports. And you come into this atmosphere, and then you come in and realize, okay, um, this team isn't what it was, what they advertised. And this is absolutely a total rebuild. I come in here and I give up me taking. You know, I, I still find it. It's unbelievable that the GM comes in and can't pick his own manager. That floors me. That totally floors me. It's, it still does. It's like um, the owner and the manager picked the GM. I, 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 I just I see confrontation there. You know, I, I watch. So that's not the norm you're saying no, across Major League Baseball. Absolutely not. You just come. I mean, I, I just usually the owner picks the GM and tells him. Yeah, but they go and get their own guy. Your own guys, plural, everywhere. Yeah, it's like Travel Channel kindred spirits. You know, they seem to be getting, I see this. Well, I, I mean, I, I look forward to this because I, I just, I can't imagine he's happy with that. Well, can't that's imagine. Chris Illich not familiar with it, and he had 
Hinge because now most of the front office connected to Avila is gone, right? Uh, no, there's still a couple guys that should, they be should, be, it should be clean. They should be cleaned out. Exactly. They should clean have been cleaned house. out because there's three guys that are still there that were the architects of the, the debacle that happened last year. And if you go inside, and we've already talked about this, but what had happened, even though Al, I, I couldn't stand Al, Al did do what... It's like Al Avila. Yeah. Well, he did do what AJ wanted. He got him the guys. He got him. He got him the guys that he wanted. And so Al's a fall guy, and you think it should have been more on AJ Hinn? Oh, I think it's 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 you know it's the it's the other two guys too. I, there's three of them. They're all still there. And now that and now what's funny is in the wintertime, now they want to be held accountable. Who are the other guys? Uh, with Sam and Jay, that they're all there was those three. Those are the three that cleaned house in the minor leagues with all the guys, the big league experience. Are Sam and Jay leagues. the analytics guys? Yes. You're part of it. So so they're all living in this analytical world. Yeah, now over the winter, now we need to be held accountable. Well, you should have been held accountable for the debacle that had happened. You should be held accountable for um, bringing Spencer Torkelson up last year when everybody in baseball knew he was only a double-A player. Uh, I think the kid's going to be a really, really good player. I really he looks do. good in spring training. Oh, I, sure and I did he? see a couple highlights on his swing. Um, they've planed out his swing. Um, they've so done some not, good things. They're not doing that. Uh, what was uh, the... What was the uppercut swing? That oh they were yeah, I, what's it called? Uh, the launch, launch, the angle. launch angle stuff. Yes. So and I and I I have seen a few swings. I'm like, wow, they they've planed him out. And and he the the ball I saw that he hit in uh, um, West Palm, the opposite field home run. I mean, he was planed out, and he it was not. It was an op- op- taco line the, drive. He leveled it off. Yeah, right. and it was a oppo taco line drive. So I mean, the kid's going to be good, but he still should start this year in Toledo. You have not had enough minor league experience. I mean, and that is not his fault. It is not his fault. It is the Detroit Tigers debacle of this whole situation. He should have been in double A last year. If he did well, he either, he, he dominates double A. He goes to triple A at the all-star break. And then if he dominates there, then you maybe look into this year and say, okay, maybe we'll give him a shot. See, I don't care what he does this year. He's doing, having a great spring, but spring is, spring is nothing. It doesn't matter for veterans, especially. I don't care if you hit a buck thirty or if a pitcher, you got a seventy RA, because when the bell rings, it is a totally different ball game. It is it is amped up ten times. So whatever happens now, I mean, I hear people go, "Oh, he's hit good in spring. He or he pitched well. He should be on the big." No, no. It's 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 just people getting ready to play, and it doesn't. It like I heard Parker Parker Meadows should no Parker should not be in the big leagues. Neither should Andrew Lipschitz, but they have had good enough seasons in spring training that they, if they do well in AAA, they should be looked upon to, to helping out the big league club. So the debacle, the Torkelson is one of the one of the worst things I've ever seen in baseball. It is that bad, and and it's that bad with many many people who know baseball and have been around baseball their life. Well, they sold it last year. Riley Green and Torkelson were the next great duo in big league baseball. Just wasn't in Detroit. That was a storyline that was fed out of Detroit to the rest of baseball and the media a year ago. And here's the kicker on this thing. They already blew it last year. Yeah, he was. He had a pretty good spring last year. So Torkelson year. struggles again. This could be something exactly. mentally where he never recovers. Well, right? I wouldn't say he he's going to recover and he's going, but it's going to it. It probably is. This is they're probably going to have him up. He's you know he could struggle, and then in two years they're going to lose him to the uh, Texas Rangers. He's going to hit forty and, home and runs. He'll go out and make three hundred million and and be a Hall of Famer. You know, it's one of those deals. And the kid's going to be good, but stop. 
Let him get his feet under. It's like I'm the only one in, in that's that's really advocating for the kid. Because I'm not advocating for the Detroit Tigers. I'm adv- advocating for the kid to be able to be schooled a little bit in minor leagues, be dominant in the minor leagues, struggle in the minor leagues, then get your dominant swing back. It's a struggle. It's an up-and-down thing, but you've got to go through that. And it's very difficult to do that in the major leagues. And they totally blew this. Um, and that's why I still say he needs to go down. He needs to spend. Because, he. I mean, let's be honest. Last year sucked. That was a horrible year. Absolutely horrible year for him. And he went down to AAA and was not good. Because it's mental now. Now it's mental. Exactly. He didn't have enough time to get through that. So let him develop and you hear, oh, he's got to be in. No, he does not. Your, your, your team's going to suck this year anyway. And, I, but I, and I, I've got a couple other things. I think the ball's going to be juiced. Um, and the Detroit and the Tiger pitching is going to be in deep, deep doo-doo. I, you know, Scott Harris did say, I think it was right after the first of the year, when talking about the upcoming season or maybe back at the winter meetings, that, well, we're going to look at the young arms and the young bats this year. He didn't even, there was no optimism on anything on this season. So is it going to be a quick, hey, Torkelson, you know, a month in isn't hitting, and is he back down AAA? Now you send him back down again for the second straight year. What you're saying, does he mentally recover inside this organization or need that change of scenery? Well, yeah. Riley Green, you know, is he close to being a... He's ready. I mean, Riley, they did Riley Green, right? right. Yeah, and he's a, and he's a dude. Um, I just think, you mean dude, you mean a player. He's a player. Absolutely. He is a player. So the, here's the thing. I hope, because it looks like he is going to be up and they're going to, looks like they're putting him in the four, five, six hole. They're putting him right in the middle. The kid has got 400 big league at bats, no minor league experience, and you're going to go throw back in it again. Um, I hope that he, I mean, you just, you hope that he has a quick start. I mean, that's, it, you have to go out, you got to get out to a quick start. If he has that and he can build on that, then, you know, then he's going to be all right. But you still take that risk. And to me, the risk is not worth it. It is totally not worth it. Because the kid's going to be good. He's going to be a player. Let him get his feet underneath him in the minor leagues. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really pretty simple. It's just that I, the only thing I can think of is that um, you have a coaching staff with young kids, and they want to build this, this repertoire with the young kids so they at least have some people on their side. That's the only thing I can think of because I, I can't see the veterans liking a lot of the things that, that go on in that clubhouse. Well, you're looking at a lineup that for the Tigers, when they get out of spring training, more than likely will be Haas at catcher, Torkelson at first, Scope at second, uh, Javi Baez, again, a big ballpark. I know they're bringing in the He's going to be good this year. Javi's going to be good this year. Yeah, I saw a swing in that World Baseball Classic. You know, he just a big swing every time, which again – uh, the Nick uh, Matten, uh, he's a guy picked up uh, in the him and Veerling, I yeah, think, right from and Matt Veerling in left field from the Philly trade. Again, you're looking, you know, at, at this this lineup outside of Baez right now, and I like Haas as just a, a guy that can hit two forty, two fifty, give you the big three run homer when you need it occasionally, and a hometown kid, and yeah. Riley Green in center, and Meadows coming back would be big. He's I think he's going to have a good year too. That's why I think offensively they're going to be pretty good. I, I just I can't see they were so they bad. Don't have last a lot, year. You know when you look at this, and again when you're looking at uh, Madden and you look at Veerling, they and, and Torkelson that you mentioned, uh, and I like Kerry Carpenter with Miguel, uh, you know, rotating at DH. Yeah, they they've they've got some pieces, and I and I I've had a conversation with another. Look one at of that my rotation friends. though. Well, I think Rodriguez is going to be okay. 
Uh, Turnbull does have one-two stuff. I mean, he's a first number one-two starter stuff. But has it, how long he's, has he ever pitched a full year? And what is he, 30 years old now? I, I, I seen this kid in 2014, and I thought the same thing, and it's 2023. Is Matthew Boyd back for his 19th time with the Tigers? Well, it feels that way, doesn't it? It does. I, I just I think they're looking at they need they need innings. But is he better people. out of the – I mean, Penn than he is a starter? Is he a spot starter for I don't know. other teams, I, right? It's hard to tell out of that 12 innings he threw last That's year. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't no, I just go. So they know something that we don't. I mean, so that's a Scott Harris thing. Maybe Matt, he's got something that, yeah, Matt that he Manning, knows. Right? You know, has Matt pitched a full year? I, you know, I, who's their first starter? Well, they got that Wentz kid, yet Manning, um, that Brisky, Lorenzo, Brisky, another kid. I don't even know. They got people you, you don't. Not well, even at least they got some guys that some veteran guys that can that can. Shore up some innings, I, I think. I, 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 they do have – I think Rodriguez is going to be decent this year, and I think if Turnbull doesn't get hurt and can throw, he he is lights out. He can well, be lights what's out. What's that bullpen look like? I, I, I don't – you can always throw a bullpen together in the They're big sponsored days. by uh, Meyer Gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, come on. They, they, uh, Cisnero, Lang, Riley, Alexander – uh wow, Garrett Hill, Will Vest. It always seems like every Man. year there's always mm. a couple guys that that come. I know, I know what you're saying. Well, it's it's you know a year ago, and, and it's an interesting point. And John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan uh, home Padres, Yankees, Giants. Who else you play? The Pirates, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, well, you but you had a good career. He's in studio with us talking baseball. A year ago, the optimism, and I, I didn't feel the Tigers sold me anything. I I thought that they were ready with the combinations they put together to do something. You, I'll give you credit in our conversations, you were spot on about the Tigers last year. And I'm talking back in March, February, March of 2022, over a year ago, you were right there on what it would be like and I think a lot of us, because I'm a Tigers fan and also do a statewide show, that you want them to get back to winning. And also, they're a business, so in selling something, they had to sell season tickets, individual game tickets. And now, you're Chris Illich. Uh, you're looking at your franchise. And I'm saying outside of Miggy Swansong, seeing him on home stands is still worth a ticket with the career he's had. That What's your draw? Uh, beyond opening day, beyond 80-degree summer days where Saturdays and Sundays you get some crowds. What, what's your draw? And, you know, Scott Harris is the president, so there's the business side and the baseball side of this. But the tone to be a re-rebuild uh, after what they had last year in terms of selling the team to the people, to the media, now you're looking at what? Is it another two, three years? You hope? Is it four years? What is it, Johnny? I mean, I, 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 I'm concerned also with all the injuries that are happening in the last year. But isn't that baseball now with a lot of the arm injuries? That well, it depends. It depends on what kind of program you're on. So you're talking about physical strength, conditioning, those. Things. It seems like, and maybe is that in season? Wrong. Is that in season or out of season? I think it's both now. I but they're all doing these different. Techno garbage programs. Like what? Explain it to me. Well, there's other, there's these companies out there who suddenly came on. I mean, we talked about it um, six, seven months ago 
that they've solved everything, you know, and they've got the perfect workout program. They're doing this. I know that there have been these pro these uh, companies come in, and I believe this one is in with the Tigers. I'm not going to say their name. Um, and then all of a sudden, injuries are starting to come around. And then you have have these individual programs, and then you got a kid Jung. I mean, they got the kid blues back out. I mean, how does that happen? I, I don't know. I mean, you've had guys. You've had how many TJ surgeries? Which would be Tommy John. And then surgeries. you had then you had uh, uh, um with some kind of arm thing. I mean, it's just injuries are part of the game. But I mean, I'm going in the last year. Mai's gone. All these guys gone, 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 gone. Why? Have you, what have you changed? What is different? And I think there have been things different. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're the same, and, and the Tigers just have that bad of luck. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you're Scott Harris, so, and you, right now your your handprint is the Boyd pickup. I mean, you're a new president. You come in. That's your move. Well, maybe he's smart enough to go, huh, this is a lost year already. That's why that that that's what I from when I talked to him the first time back in September to where we are now and what I've heard from him and what he said, I believe he looks at this and says, "Whoa, this is nowhere near where I thought it was," and that's why he used the word "young." Whenever I hear we're going young, especially at the pro level, right? That means we're a long ways away. Bingo. And we heard that in 2019, 2020 with the Tigers. So you're telling me this fan base, which is as loyal and as good oh, as any fan base ever. I, I mean, baseball, I, it is. So you're, you're going to tell them now it's three more years? You know, you're a business. You're Chris Illich. You're, you're the business mind. You have your degree in business. You know, you're not that excitable fan for the Wings or the Tigers like your father was. Late Mike Illich, so but you need butts in the seats. Wings look like they're on a, a track to be much improved. Uh, you brought in a president, Stevie Wise, putting all his guys in there that he wants on the ice, off the ice. I agree with you. If, if Scott Harris doesn't have full control of all the decisions on people underneath him, uh, any president in any business won't succeed. Anywhere. And, you know, maybe he was like, yeah, maybe he's best friends with all these guys. I, I, I don't know. But I, it's just, just odd. It is just, it just, it's an odd, odd, odd thing. And, and that's why I'm. So, how bad will this year be then for a Tigers fan listening right now? Um, I think offensively, they're going to be pretty good. Uh, pitching, you've got two guys that could be very good. Uh, you do have, a, you do have enough arms to cover innings. For starters, so I'm saying 65 wins. So what does that do for a fan base to get the English D, the following's loyal, but what does that do to draw? What does that do for TV ratings for Well, what's going on with Bally now? Well, no, they did announce that the Tigers are going to carry them, but beyond this, I've heard that Illich may do his own app or network with the Wings and Tigers. Which is probably a smart move for someone like him with the Little Caesars and the empire they have to be able to not only do an app to watch games, 
but to turn around and then sell some games to local stations like they used to do back in the day, right? Remember when it was a treat to watch a Tiger game. Remember Larry Osterman and George Kell on a Saturday afternoon watching oh. Tiger baseball? Or on a Wednesday night in Texas. Yeah. You know, yeah. at 830, they'd have yeah. to start. Yeah, I remember George all that. George Kell, Al Kaline, remember that? Larry Osterman. And so, and they'll just have that money compared to other owners. It will be some of those small market places that can't survive on their own where they don't draw well on TV. They're not connected to advertisers. You know, Little Caesars, Illiches, they have do their own network, do their own app. You want to watch the Wings and the Tigers, you got to put the app on your TV like everybody's watching YouTube TV or Paramount Plus. Yeah. You got a Tigers, a Little Caesars network. They got the sponsor there. You yeah. know, Little Caesars just became like official pizza of the NFL last year. Yep. So I, they're okay, but it's the other regional networks where baseball is going to have to do some thinking. I know there's talk of them taking it in-house on the MLB app, and people buy that pass, and they can watch her local team. As long as the blackout's out, you know, that's always been the pain. Like, Well, that that's the that, – that, and even with Bally, that, when someone goes and travels, they, you know, you're a Tigers fan, you go down to your vacation in June to North Carolina – you want to watch the Tigers, but they even the app will have a blackout, right? Yeah, they got to get that. They got to get all that stuff straightened up. Well, it's money, you know, and, and, and what it is is that, you know, you came in, Rupert Murdoch sold those regional networks at the time, Fox Sports Detroit, for $20 billion to Disney. $20 billion. Disney then had to give them up, didn't want to give them up, because of the Federal Trade Commission. It might be interesting to see if... Disney ESPN Plus could come back in there now and say, hey, this is going to help jobs, teams. Baseball has a lot of political power, right, with the anti-trust, is that we want to take them over, and you get ESPN Plus carrying all these games locally. I just think got to do something. Well, you know, the game itself, they're changing the rules, which I we'll talk about that later, John. But the the future of the game, when you look at the young generation or the younger generation, how many are wearing jerseys, wearing their baseball cap? Like we did, whether you were a, a Pirates fan growing up or a Cubs fan or the old English D, it's not there. And they're smart enough to say, okay, what do we do? It's 162 games. It's a long year. You know, I'm looking at this World Baseball Classic, and I have to tell you something. The passion and energy that the fans from Japan – Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela show in-game reminds me of a soccer match, a football game. There is so much sound, noise, passion. And U.S., I will say this, up until the Grand Slam from Trey Turner, they were going through the motions in this World Baseball Classic, and they woke up. And, and, and I just think there's a passion that is there and you look at look at the younger generations they were showing from Venezuela, Puerto Rico. It's a family thing like it was for us in baseball. And I know we have a lot of options in America that other countries don't have. But Major League Baseball is not doing a good job at connecting to those kids. So, for instance, NFL has their flag football with the names of the teams that they put in all these cities. Where's Major League Baseball doing, doing inner city youth baseball leagues that they put on for free? that the kids play, and they wear uniforms of major league teams. There's none of that, man. And I, I think the bigger issue here, when you look at Bally, when you look at the fact that the major league baseball franchises 
can't support it. And it's not wholeheartedly, like I mentioned. It's just the fact that Sinclair Broadcasting came in and bought them for $10 billion, And they're not getting their money back. So when you bought them all as one company, I think if you put them out there for sale individually, there would be buyers of the profitable ones that would come in and say, yeah, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to run it. Right. And I also think where baseball, these regional networks, broadcast companies, whether it was left or right, politics got involved in that. And you're starting to see the fallout from networks who are collapsing. Networks who decided to preach political advertising, which uh, speaking of the advertising, NCAA tournament. How many more ads can Pfizer uh, have out there. <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. But again, that's the the politics side of the sports where you, you need to separate it. And I think the game of baseball, back to what we're talking about, we'll get to in a moment. I want to get your thoughts on the future of the game. How do you grassroots it again? Because it was grassroots for you growing up in Hudsonville. It was grassroots for me growing up in Burton Heights, just down the street here from 96 won the game. I couldn't wait to get out and throw the ball. I couldn't wait to go play up against the stairs with the guys in the neighborhood. Wiffle ball leagues. Tennis ball up against the stairs. Yep. I tell everybody, man, I'm like, I learned how to hit when my brother Bob was throwing heat against us, and the middle stair was a strike. Yep. Then you'd argue for an hour afterwards on, uh, but you're playing up against home runners over the fence by the church. I mean, that baseball was in, you know, it's the field of dreams. That's why that movie was so powerful yes. for a lot of us. So we'll talk about it more. John Vanderwall in the studio talking baseball, Tigers, MLB. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the future of the game and talk about his connection to the younger generation. If you have a Tigers question, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a local bank you can depend on with locations wherever you're listening right now in Michigan. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. There are so many interesting storylines from Tigers camp that many can't wait to see play out. Among them is the seamless transition made by Nick Maton and Matt Vierling. Both came over from the Phillies in the trade for Gregory Soto and Cody Clements. Maton is a perfect fit for Detroit. Middle infielder who can play third, left-handed stick who crushes fastballs and tied for the team lead in spring homers with five, though you can't expect too much power. Veerling is an ideal addition because he can play all three outfield spots, a little bit of third as well. He owns a great arm and has high-end speed. It's going to be fun to follow, not just the Tigers, but especially those two newcomers all summer long. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an east side firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our 
Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Expos, Pirates, Padres, am I missing one? Brewers? Brewers? Reds? Oh, okay. Missing two? <laughs> You're bragging now. You're bragging. No, I would You're no. a bragger. Okay, I'm, geez, I'm sorry. You got to be one of the great uh, left-handed swings ever right there. Ken Griffey uh, Jr., uh, probably John Vanderwall, one of the greatest pinch hitters uh, the game's ever seen. Uh, he now is the head baseball coach. No, I'm, uh, assistant? I'm an assistant at Forest Hills. Forest Hills Central. And the boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central, he's an assistant. Also, you do some private lessons in the West Michigan area? Yeah, a place called ACA out in Lowell, Michigan. Justin Miller, who is the uh, Lowell cool. head coach, baseball coach. He, uh, he's he got that uh, that building, beautiful building out there and off of Alden Nash. Yeah, you're, you're, you're sitting way far away from the mic. Can you get a little oh, just, no, just a beautiful, there you go. Nice, you're beautiful okay. building off, off Brett of was, Alden Nash. Brett was calling you out uh, during that night, Superfly um, Hayes. Well, you so. can turn. You're looking like your neck sprain. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm doing lessons out there. Okay. Things are good. Things All right, so really you're, good. you're helping out Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central. I am, yeah. I'm and you were helping out. out the football team. I saw you on the sidelines at the state championship game against Warland De La Salle when it was halftime. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I helped them out. I hold the uh, defensive scout cards out for the defense during the week, and then uh, I control the music on Friday nights. I used to be on the sidelines, and then I go on the sidelines if uh, – one of the coaches isn't there. So you I can control get, the music in the press box? Yeah, I got like, we will rock you to start the game. And, Do you uh, feel like you're wiki, wiki, Sweet wiki. Caroline. And you go, uh, uh, uh. Down a yeah. Thing. yeah, really? So the, the only time I got booed is I, uh, what was that song? The uh, Let It Go, Let It Go. The, the, the little kids loved it. You mean from like uh, the, yeah, the Frozen? Ice, yeah. So, oh yeah, that's a big at stadium. You know, I like those singing. <laughs> okay, now you're gonna get on me too. So I was playing it, oh and I had God. all I had. Well, it's, it's during timeouts. Okay, you're John Vanderwall, you're a former major leaguer. So, 
I had all the kids singing Let It Go and all that stuff. Back in Black, We Will Rock You. We I got are the those champions. in, too. I got okay, those in, well, too. Well, how do you get Frozen in? Well, because I wanted the little kids. I want to get the kids. I want to get everybody involved. Well, anyway, <laughs> I started going down the stands at halftime, and I'm getting, I mean, the parents are all over me. That's the last time I want to hear that song. Because <laughs> they heard so, it a million yeah, times with like their popcorn kids. at me and stuff. I'm like, all right. Okay, all right, well, all right. man, you have that music dream. You've been in stadiums, right? Yeah. And, and, what, and what was your walk-up music when you were playing uh, in the big A Danger Zone. Uh, that was that really Danger Zone from Top Gun. That was mine. Um that was probably the only one I really played. I love that really? song. So you tell them what you want for walk up, right? Yeah, they did. I, yeah, and, and yeah, and the big leash did. But I mean, music is so cool. And and so you had highway that when the danger zone was like the danger zone. I mean, you're ready to get. I know. Yeah. I got the song there, right. John. Well, I, again, if you start singing "Let It Go," we're gonna have to let this interview. Go. <laughs> we're gonna have to let this interview. Uh, go. Hey, my phone's cut. Uh, I got some. Hey, yeah, highway to the danger zone. I mean, uh, that's original Top Gun, not Top Gun Maverick. That's from the. First one. I was there any other song you wanted to add that might have been no Sweet Caroline. No, for, um, no, for you when your walk up and when you're playing in the no, big. No, I, I I didn't really get into that. It wasn't like I'm. I was checking music out to see what I. That really wasn't a thing. I was had, there any walk up song you thought was the perfect for a guy that you love that you played with because you play with Bonds, you play with Jeter. Um. Were you no. there when Enter Sandman came on for Mariano? Loved it. Were you there with yes. the Yankees then? Yes. But he didn't play that much that year I was there. He was hurt the whole year. But when he did come in, that was really cool. That was cool. But the best one was Hell's Bells was Trevor Hoffman. Oh, for the Padres. No question. That is the best. Yeah, when he would come walking out. Ding. Enter hey, Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you. He's singing bells now. I, na, na. Okay. Let's All right, go. Johnny. Hey. If you're doing out again, I know everybody at DeVos Place and DeVos Performance Hall. If you want to get in on oh, one of the shows, they're texting now. To sing. <laughs> I think Frozen. Frozen. All right, so I so I'm getting stabbed. Frozen, now, and I deserve that. Frozen. One that one. Uh, Frozen. The play is coming to DeVos Performance Hall, <laughs> featuring John Vanderwolf. Uh, like, you tried. You were doing it for the kids. The I was doing it for the kids. Good. I was like back in my, my old days at Terry yeah, Hall Roller Rink. You, you've seen the kids at a high school football game. They're all running around by the concession stand. But they all stopped when Let It Go came on. Yeah, because they, they like, stopped and said, what the hell is that guy <laughs> playing up there? <laughs> I got that. All right. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio with us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Our Bud Light Huge Question of the Day. Uh, you can always join in. Uh, what do you think the Tigers will do this year? Uh, your expectations? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge. 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. 
come grow with us. Visit MerkBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And, Timmy, what's happening at Soren Eagle? Man, we got so much going on, you know, from all the games to the entertainment to the resort, the spa, you name it, the food, we got you. Earn some, win some every Friday in April, Bill, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Earn 800 points using your Access Players Club card while playing in slots, and you'll earn $10 in premium play. And check this out. You can get an additional 10 bucks. Every time you earn $800 in points, up to $60. That's a great Friday. A little extra cash you're going to play anyway, so might as well take it. That's what I have to say. And then you have to remember, Saturdays are a big deal up at Soaring Eagle as well, so you can come out and get your chance to win. One lucky entry will win at 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. A chance to spin our lucky wheel. And when you get uh, cash for every time you spin it and it accumulates, Bill, then if you get three wheels to spin and they all land on the Eagle... Oh, baby. Three times, you'll win $100,000 just like that. And that is the grand prize, my friend. All you have to do is land on those three eagles, and you're a big-time winner here at Soaring Eagles Saturdays in April. So make sure you come out Fridays, Saturdays, every day, really. And let's talk about the entertainment, since I brought it up anyways. April 14th, Maxwell will be in the house, the night tour. That is going to be a great, great show, I can tell you that. The one I'm excited for, too, Alice Cooper, Too Close for Comfort. April 28th, tickets are going fast. you got to get those tickets quick, Bill. As you know, a lot of our shows sell out, so you got to make it happen. Bobby Polito with special guest Gary Hobbs. That'll be a fun night. May 6th, a lot of dancing going on. Uh, I'm excited for that one. It's Saturday night. Tacos and Tequila, May 13th, uh, 7.30. You want to check out Tacos and Tequila. You get a lot of great drinks, a lot of great food, and you get, of course, Las Lobos, a lot of great La Bamba-type music. It's going to be a good time all night long. And then we're going to talk about outdoors. May 26th, 
big, big show. God smack. Oh, man. Bullet for my Valentine and Bad Wolf, May 26th, showtime, 7 p.m. Get there early. If you don't get there early, you're going to miss out. I'm telling you, Brooks and Dunn. Special guest, my man, Scotty McCreary. That goes down June 15th, everybody. An evening with James Taylor. I'm really excited about this one. And his all-star band, June 23rd, outdoors as well. Kane Brown will be in the house. Chris Lane, Ruthless Road. That goes down August 3rd, 7 p.m. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. We keeping it, uh, we keeping it busy, Bill. It's, it's uh, you know, it's time to get out. Enjoy some great entertainment. It's Soren Eagles the place. Tim McCullough is the fun governor at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. All the shows and more that he just talked about, SorenEagleCasino.com. Download the Eagle Access app. Don't forget about the water park and hotel right across from the casino property, the upscale accommodations at the retreat, and the sister property, for those of you listening on 100.9 FM and Standish, the Saganin Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel, Timmy. Uh, enjoy the downtime. We'll talk next week. Okay, hope to see you soon. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, joining us here on this Tuesday broadcast, presented by our friends at Soren Eagle. Big. Bad. Huge.